the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is Honoring Our Parents. Honoring Our Parents. On this day when we honor our mothers, there's a wide variety of feelings among us. For some, this is a day of gratitude and joy. For others, this is a day of pain and sorrow and regret. Whatever our feelings, mothers deserve one Sunday in 52, lest we forget the place that mothers occupy in the divine scheme of life. Several years ago, the University of Michigan conducted a nationwide survey And when asked what they would like to be when they grow up, 80% of the 11 to 18-year-old girls that were surveyed desired to be just like their mother. No other force in a child's life is as strong as his or her mother's influence. As we honor some 50 million-plus mothers uh, uh, today, it is fitting for us also to reflect on what God has to say about our relationship to our parents. Having preached a traditional Mother's Day sermon for the last uh, 36 years, I felt that this year I would again focus attention on the fifth commandment found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12, which says, Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God will give you. There's no limit of time or age in this commandment. It just says, Honor your father and mother. It doesn't say anything about children. You may be eight years old and your parent is a hundred and you are supposed to honor them because of who they are. But the question is, why did God give this commandment? I think there are three reasons that we can think of. First, because there are no perfect parents because there are no perfect parents. All of us have weaknesses and faults and inconsistencies. 
Only God is the perfect parent. Even the best parents have made mistakes and done things that are wrong. The Bible says we have all sinned, and as a result, we all fall short of God's standard. None of us have perfect parents, and you are not a perfect parent either. There are many parents who are unworthy of honor. They are abusive, manipulative, neglectful. So the question is, does God expect us to ignore the pain of what these parents did? Put on a happy face and pretend everything is great? No, not at all. But God expects us to honor the position of parenthood regardless of the personality behind it. A second reason why God gave this commandment is that the respect for authority begins at home. Respect for authority begins at home. This is a crucial lesson that every child must learn. It determines how well you're going to do at school, in your career, and in your relationships. The child who grows up saying, nobody tells me what to do, is going to have a hard time uh, keeping a job. Because there are lots of times that you have to do something that someone tells you to do, whether you want to or not. God wants us to learn to, re- to have a respect for authority. Children may not appreciate it at first, but without it, they will only face misery, frustration, heartache, disappointment, failure, and possibly incarceration. If a child does not learn obedience and respect for authority at home, then how can one expect them to respect the law of the land? How can one expect them to submit to the instructions of the teachers? How can one expect them to comply with the commands of an employer or to obey the expectations of the authorities and to honor the commandments of God? See, a lot of kids die young, too many, because they have been in gang warfare. They have, been in, they have had drug overdoses, highway accidents, liquor-related accidents, reckless behavior, and even intentional suicide simply because they failed to learn respect and obedience in the home. I'm not saying that, that is, this is the only cause for someone committing suicide. It's a complex issue, and there are many, many causes, mental problems, etc., but rebellion is rampant among young, young people today. Many despise any form of authority. Parents, teachers, police officers, employers, or anyone else that they see as a threat to their rebellious attitudes. Jails and prisons are overflowing with inmates who never learned to obey or respect other people or other people's property. And so they steal, they kill, they lie, they rebel, they hate, they fight, they endanger. And all because they lack respect for other people. God 
puts parents in a position of authority over us at an early age so we can learn to respect authority. So the next question is, how do we honor our parents? How do we honor our, our parents? No, no that's... Um, no. See, uh, how do we... How we relate to our parents will affect our relationships, or every relationship. Your style of relating is set at home. Even today as an adult, when you act in ways that you don't understand and can't figure out your behavior, many times it is because you're still reacting to your parents. Many marriages have been ruined because a spouse has never resolved a relationship with a parent and they're looking or they're taking it out on their husband or wife or kids. And so you often hear people say things like, you're just like your mom or you're just like your dad. Surveys have shown that people who get along with their parents have far less stress in their lives. So, number two, how do we honor our parents? It depends on what stage of life you're in. Each stage, you apply this command differently. As children, we honor our parents by obeying and respecting them. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents. This is the right thing to do because God has placed them in authority over you. And the next verse says in Proverbs 19, 26, A son who mistreats his father or mother is a public disgrace. Obey. Do what your parents say if you are a child, do it pleasantly and immediately. The Bible teaches that as long as you're under your parents' roof, then you are to obey them. Since you are dependent upon your parents for food, clothing, shelter, uh, health insurance, and you name it, they have the right to call the shots in your life. So when you're out on your own, that's a different matter altogether. But as long as your parents are providing for you and you are dependent upon them, the Bible says you are to obey them. So not only as children, but as young adults, we honor our parents by accepting and appreciating them. By accepting and appreciating them. The older you get, the more you start seeing the faults of your parents. You start seeing their hang-ups and their weaknesses. It becomes important for us to accept them in spite of their weaknesses. So someone could say, why should I accept my, my, my parents, choose to accept my parents when I didn't have any choice in, in them being my parents? But uh, neither did they. And so you're kind of stuck with each other. 
And that's why acceptance is vital. Acceptance does not mean pretending that they were perfect or are perfect. It doesn't mean ignoring their mistakes. It doesn't mean agreeing with all that they did or agreeing with all they asked you to do. Acceptance means, one, realizing that God used them to bring you into this world. Your parents may have been excellent, mediocre, or poor, but regardless of how they treated you growing up, the fact is they gave you something that nobody else in the world could give you. They gave you your life. You owe them your life regardless of the parenting skills they used. God chose to use them to bring you into the world. But a second thing is that acceptance means listening to what they have to say. When you're out on your, on your own, you're not bound by their advice, but you don't despise it. Proverbs chapter 23 and uh, verse 22 says, Listen to your father who gave you life. And don't despise your mother's experience when she is old. You can disagree without being disagreeable. You listen to them, you pay them the courtesy of listening to them, and you don't just tune them out. That's a part of acceptance. But acceptance also includes forgiveness. A fact of life is that we often hurt those we love the most intentionally or unintentionally. If you live for any length of time, you're going to be hurt in some way by people in your family. Families must be built on forgiveness because we hurt one another too often. Today is not, it is not so popular to honor your parents as it is to blame your parents for all the problems that you have in your life. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 20 says, If you curse your parents, your life will end like a lamp that goes out in the dark. Bitterness is self-destructive. It always hurts you more than the person you are bitter against. Even today, if you're still hurting and being resentful and bitter over things that your parents did in the past, you're still allowing them to control your life. I'm to accept my parents, not despise them. Listen to what they have to say and offer forgiveness when forgiveness is necessary. The fact is, God gave you your parents for a purpose. Even those who mistreated you while you were growing up, does God want you to honor their sins, their weaknesses, and the things they did wrong to you? Not at all. But he is saying, accept the fact that God chose them to bring you into the world. God gave you your parents for a purpose, and he can even take that hurt and, and turn it around and bring good out of it if you choose to react in the right way. 
you honor your parents when you forgive them for what they did wrong and you choose to focus on what they did right. Deuteronomy chapter 26 and verse 11 says, Be grateful for the good things that the Lord your God has given you and your family. I'm not only to accept my parents, the good and the bad, but I'm to appreciate, appreciate them. It's easy to take parents for granted. Some of you had super parents and it's easy for you to appreciate them. But for some, it's more difficult. There, there are at least two things you can appreciate about your parents, regardless of who they are or who they were. One, you can appreciate their effort. See, parenting is a difficult, time-demanding, energy-draining job. Have you ever considered how much easier your parents' life could have been if they did not have you? <laughs> when was the last time you said thanks to them and let them know that you appreciate all they have done? Because nobody would probably have put up with you the way your parents have. But another thing about acceptance is you can appreciate their sacrifice. Parenting is expensive. If you're a parent today, it could cost you up to a quarter million dollars to raise your child to maturity. When a couple or a single person chooses to have children, they are choosing to do without a lot of things. So we should appreciate the sacrifices that our parents made in order for us to be who we are today. But a, a third part of it is that as adults, we honor our parents by affirming and not abandoning them. We honor our parents by affirming and not abandoning them. For many parents, the older they get, the less respect they get. All of their affirming friends start to die off. They are no longer wanted in the, in the workplace for their skills and wisdom. Their grown children are busy with their own families, and so they lead lonely lives. Our parents have a great need, a desperate need to feel and to know that they made some kind of positive contribution to our lives. They need affirmation. God says he wants us to affirm our parents for the rest of our life as long as they live. So how do you do that? You affirm your parents by staying in touch with them. Every time you write a letter or a card, make a, a call, you're obeying the command to honor your father and mother. To honor means to understand the significance of. I would encourage you to share the details of your life with your parents who are alive. They are interested in what you're doing. They want to know as much as they can. 
The Bible says we are to value and treasure and to hold in the highest esteem our aged parents. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 27 says, Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. Do the right thing while you have the time to do it. Affirm your parents now if they are alive. All the flowers in the world at the funeral won't do them a bit of good. So the flowers at the funeral are not for their benefit. It's really for ours. If you're going to give them flowers, send it to them while they are alive, not when they are dead. Affirming them means listening to them, giving them the courtesy of um, asking for their counsel. Even if you don't follow it, at least you listen to it. The Bible says that the way you treat your older elderly parents is demonstration of the truth, of the true faith, whether you are really a Christian or not. And so we find for Paul saying in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 8, anyone who won't care for his own relatives when they need help, especially his own family, has no right to say he is a Christian. Such a person is worse than the heathen. And that's pretty strong language. There's a shameful tragedy in our society today where busy families are abandoning their elderly to die all alone, putting them away in a nursing home and sometimes never visiting them. The Bible teaches that when your parents or your grandparents become too old to care for themselves, it is not the government's responsibility, it is ours. This is a cycle of the, of the family. A, as time passes, the roles reverse. We're at one point in life, they fed you, bathed you, and cared for you. As they grow older, the roles are reversed. And it may be that you will need to feed them and bathe them and, and care for them. God says that's a part of being a Christian. That means all kinds of different things. But the point is that it is your responsibility to make sure that they are cared for in the proper way when they get old. It is interesting to note that when Jesus was dying on the cross, one of the things that he did not forget was to care for his aged mother after he was gone. Hanging on the cross, dying in pain, one of the seven last words or sayings that he said Looking down at John, his disciple, he said, take care of my mother. While he's dying for the world, he does not forget to provide for the care of his aged mother. And today being Mother's Day, I want to conclude with a word to mothers. Mothers, let me remind you that God knows about the tears that you have shed for your children he knows about the prayers that you have prayed for them. He knows about the cross that you have carried, the mountains that you have climbed, the storms that you have endured, the troubles that you have encountered, 
the trials that you have faced and the life that you have lived. God also knows about the sorrows that you have had, the loneliness that you have feared, the responsibilities that you have shouldered, the battles that you have fought, the sacrifices that you have made. Mothers, if you are advanced in years, remember that God knows when your hands get worn and weary. God knows when your eyes get dim and dreary. He knows when your steps get feeble and faltering. He knows when your body gets weak and wasted, when your back gets burdened and bent, and when your heart gets bruised and broken because nobody seems to care. Mothers, God knows about the mountains that you can move. He knows about the problems that you can't solve. He knows about the questions that you can't answer the fears that you can't master, the load that you can't handle, the doors that you can't open, and he knows about the tears that you can't hide, the lonely tears, painful tears, discouraging tears, uncontrollable tears. But thank God he's, he not only knows, but he also cares. He cares about your every breath, about your every heartbeat, about your every desire, about your every hurt, about your every dilemma. Jesus came to earth because he cared. He bore the cross because he cared. He shed his blood because he cared. He died for us because he cared. He rose from the grave because he cared. He ascended to the Father because he cared. And he's coming back again to receive us because he still cares. Millions of mothers have been able to face the unfaceable simply because they knew that Jesus cares. Millions of mothers have been able to conquer the unconquerable, bear the unbearable, accept the unacceptable, forgive the unforgivable, and to love the unloved simply because they knew that Jesus cared about them and their situation. And so mothers, as I was going through the hymn book today, I saw a spiritual which um, really speaks to uh, the place of mothers and what mothers have been doing all during uh, our, our stay in this land. It says, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, oh, whether shall I go? Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.